Hello, and welcome to another edition of Ask the Professor, a crowd-driven, crowd-sponsored feature where we answer your questions and comments on politics, history, economics, culture, geopolitics, all the things that matter to us in our common life. And today's comes from Cope, who asks about the role of the media in purveying ignorance and undermining democracy. And he refers particularly to the Ontario election, where he thought there was too much focus on the leaders and on polls of voters who might themselves not have a very deep understanding, too little exploration of the issues, other parties, other candidates within the mainstream parties. And the first thing I want to say is, because I'm a member of the media, look, don't attack us, we're completely innocent. We're actually flawless human beings. Nah, no we're not. I think often we in the media get defensive about this kind of thing because we know that we're not doing a great job. Uh, it's easy to cover a horse race. It's easy to cover he said, she said. It's very hard to talk about the minimum wage. So, yeah, there's no question that we do play a sometimes unfortunate role. On the other hand, we play a very useful role in that we do shine a bright light on things. I worry sometimes about what sort of political debate we'd have if the mainstream media did fold up entirely, not because we do such a great job, but because there's a kind of common meeting place where people are talking about what was in the newspaper, even if they're condemning it, and where if a candidate or an office holder does something really awful, the press can turn up the heat to the point that it becomes impossible just to deny it. Whereas on social media, as you know, all sorts of bizarre things can happen, including denying the painfully obvious. But my deeper, I mean, look, we're journalists. We share all the flaws common to human beings, and then we seem to have a special set all our own. A penchant for sensationalism, uh, a tendency toward left-wing bias. I'm innocent on that one, of course. Uh, you know, there are all kinds of things that we do wrong. But in the end, we are responsive to the demands of the audience. Maybe not very responsive. The media is in a lot of trouble because of the internet, which has taken away the ad base upon which we relied somewhat complacently over the entire 20th century, just about. But the trouble is that what you see in the paper is what people are willing to pay to see in the paper. You know, the political parties are very cunning with their polling. They're very good at dividing up the electorate into micro slices and tailoring their messages to Henry and Sheila, whatever they call these people, the, you know, the over 50 male with a government job who lives in the suburbs, the young woman who lives downtown and is sort of a happening person, uh, the new immigrants, they study it relentlessly, they massage, they spin. And you know why they do that? They do it because it works. Because the really important flaw here is not the one that I and my fellow journalists have as journalists, but the things that we all as citizens put up with. If we put our foot down, we said no more mealy-mouth evasion, no more pandering, no more soliciting our vote by promising to loot the public treasury and hand us the bag, then you'd get a much better quality of politics and you'd get a better quality of political coverage. That doesn't excuse the media its many sins. I think if we were doing a better job of reporting, we'd have a better chance of attracting subscribers willing to pay the full freight for what we do instead of desperately chasing the ad revenues that vanished over the horizon in about 2004. But in the end, there's a line from Joseph de Maestra, which I've always found chilling, that every nation gets the government it deserves. I think it's also true that every society gets the politics it deserves, and to a considerable degree, the media as well. So that being said, 
while we may rail against injustice, media bias, stupidity, and all these things that other people are doing, let's make sure that we cultivate our own garden. That we make sure that we, at least, are the voter who demands quality information, dislikes personal attacks, insists on analysis of the issues, looks at the available alternatives both within the mainstream parties and outside them. Because the better we as voters do our job, the better the politicians will do their job, the better the office holders will do their job, and the better the media will do their job. If you're enjoying Ask the Professor, remember all the questions and comments that we respond to come from viewers. So here's the URL for you to submit one. And if you think the feature is worthwhile and you want to help sustain it and my other work, click here, go to my website, make a one-time or monthly contribution. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time.